That's kind of where, yes, we want to know everything that you like and we'll replicate to make sure we match your brand, your vision, your voice. But at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you if that idea sucks. Right. And that's really what you well, want to see. Well, because you've seen more websites than me, technically. Yep. Or, well, you've built more. What's going on, everybody? What's up? We do got a little crowd here. Try to get some music going. So we're HVAC R&D. We are powered by Keystone Sales and Associates and also One Thing Marketing. That's our uh, premier sponsors. We do have a guest coming on the show. Um, we'll get into that. So without further ado, let's get it going. Yeah, come on. Goodman. Goodman. So what's up, trade crew? I feel like this side is very empty. Right? Prom over there, Katie. Say, there we go. Thanks. Thanks, Katie. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. So uh, so yes, we are HVAC RD. I'm riding. This is my best buddy Dennis. And uh, if you don't know who we are, we started this show in August of 2020 because we couldn't go sell anything or go do anything. We were stuck in our offices. And uh, we never thought we'd be at a place like this. No. Yeah. But we wanted a show that was for you guys that are out and about in the industry, for the technicians, something you could listen to riding around in the truck, learn a little, laugh a little, you know, and enjoy all the things we love about this industry together. Um, so myself, I'm a territory manager in distribution. I've been doing that for about 10 years. So that's kind of what I try to bring to the show is what I see from my side of the fence. And then I'll let my boy Dennis kind of say who he is. So I'm actually from Atlanta. Um, all my service and install work was done here uh, for 10 years or so. Then I went to tech support uh, for a brand. And now I'm on the uh, manufacturer's rep side as a trainer, tech support guy. So we try to bring a little bit something different. We got any techs, installers out there? There we go. Nice. All right. So when That's I was in a about. van riding around, right? I kind of ran out of music to listen to. Um, you kind of go to the end of the internet and back, right? So I started listening to podcasts. And, uh, you know, I don't want to talk about compressors for two hours, but there is a spot for that, right? So uh, that's where we're at. That's us. We try to mix it up a little bit. So we're glad y'all are here, and we'll try to keep it interactive for you. Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, I'll do the quick shameless self promo as usual. Please follow us on Instagram and TikTok at hvac.rnd, as well as on LinkedIn and Facebook and our, our cool platform, Tradehounds. If you're not on there, there's a lot of cool stuff for installers and service techs over on that app, so go check it out. Also, thank you to our vendor hub partners, BetterHelp, Chirp, Service Titan, and of course, our premier sponsors, platinum sponsors, Keystone Sales and Associates, and One Thing Marketing. But speaking of one thing, marketing, today's guest 
the smoothest drink of Kentucky, bourbon. Not you whiskey. Will find. Not, Not whiskey. whiskey. Not no. messing up this time. Uh, fortunately, she's off the market, guys, so uh, you're just going to have to listen. Can't hit her up too bad at the table afterwards. But let's please welcome our good, good friend, Vendor Hub partner, platinum sponsor, Miss Brittany Murphy, the marketing director from One Thing Market. Get on up here. Steps over there. Oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. There it is. There it is. Brittany's coming in hard. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Hello. Welcome. So welcome to the show. Thank you. All right. So this is not a condenser mic. I did say yep, condenser we gotta, there. You got to get on the thing. You got to get on that thing. We'll get really close and comfortable today in this hour, aren't oh, we? Oh, my gosh. That's right. Is it a whole hour? All right. Maybe if you're lucky. Yeah. Okay. All right, so, you know, if you've ever listened to our show before, you know that we get everything started with a drink. I don't know if Brittany's thirsty. Uh, quite a bit. It's quite a jog from the hotel to yeah, here. Yeah, it's about, yeah, 10 miles. Ryden's going to hand out a couple uh, giveaways. Yep, that's you. Yep. Uh, <laughs> right around this corner right here, they're, <laughs> they're, serving, they're serving drinks right over here. Nobody... Nobody uh, rat us out either out there. All right, let's get it going here. There we go. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, everybody. Yeah, man. All right. You got your notes there? Yep. Now we're in the comfort zone. Rhino's ready. Rhino's ready. Yeah. Yep. Got notes today. I got showed up yesterday by a guest. Thankfully, she made sure the show ran well. Good job, Katie. Thank you. We did have a Thank guest you. yesterday bring a three-ring binder up here. Yep. And we had nothing. Yep, flip the script. He's not used to that. Right. So. Well, that's why there's women in HVACR, right? Right. That's right. Are there any women out there? There we go. There's one over there. She's on her phone texting. On the phone texting. <laughs> ah, she saw me. Hey. Hey. <laughs> All right, so. We, we brought Brittany on here to this show because when I was in the contractor's field, um, when I was in the field, we had two of us, and we were really good at fixing AC units, but we were not good at websites, social media, yep. digital marketing, and that's what keeps the phone ringing, right? So that's what we're going to talk about today with Brittany, and she's going to shed a little light on that. I don't know how you, you want to get... So I guess, uh, Brittany, tell us a little bit about who you are and yeah. why you got involved and wanted to support the trades. Yes. Well, quickly about me. I am from Louisville, Kentucky, born and raised. And my father was actually the guy that put in the sprinklers that you all hit your heads on when you install HVAC units. <laughs> yep. So the guy you usually cuss out because, yes, that end of it that's very sharp, he installs those. <laughs> so my dad actually worked for a local fire fitting company. And... From that experience, we really understood if that business was doing well, our family was eating well. When that business's phone was not ringing, the exact opposite happened to our family. So kind of what the fun part about marketing is, because my parents did not want me to get in the trades because of my father's experience. They wanted me to get that office job, that nine to five, you know, that secure Roth 401k, which trades offer 10 times more benefits than corporate jobs now, just FYI, right. for anyone looking into a job force to get into. Um, but just the passion for marketing and creativity, it kind of helped understand 
being in that trade family, what it's like and how much it means to them. So there are so many fly-by-night and just crap companies out there. Our goal is to not be one of those crap companies. Our goal is to really help that business and help them the best way possible. And that's kind of where the beauty of the two worlds and my passion really kind of came into play with this. So I know enough to be dangerous, but unfortunately I do not have any uh, crawl space <laughs> confessions yet because I've not gotten to do the physical well, side of it. We we'll, get, we'll get you there. We'll get you there. <laughs> I mean, it could be anything, right? Yeah. So kind of like most of the relationships we've met in this room, we've, we met Brittany on social media. Um, and she became quickly a, a cheerleader for us, but she's also helped us develop a lot of things. You see the uh, web address on the front of this. Um, thanks to her and her company, that is launching right now. Um, not everything's up, but the landing page is there, so please go check that out. You can get some more information about that as well. But really what we wanted to talk about is how working with someone like yourself will truly benefit a contractor and or distributor either way moving forward how does it help them change their business to really truly build a brand yeah and let's get let's bring it down what's the kind of base size business we want to talk about today let's start with uh two guys two guys they're running truck. service two guys and also two guys, two guys in, a truck. in a truck uh two guys running service and doing installs awesome. right? that's usually they have zero time to try to build a website yeah so. and Usually at that point, that's where you're going to have to either learn how to DIY and manage your time or hire a little bit of someone to take some of these hours off of you. Or you might be ready to kind of go full in to hand all these things over. If you're that two man in a truck and you want to get to three men in two truck, three and three, and eventually you don't want to physically be doing the work because you are going to be an owner in the business and doing the whole 80-20 that we all talk about and hear about, but <laughs> we never actually get to when it Sounds comes down nice to business. Sounds nice though, doesn't it? Sounds yeah. great. 80% yeah. work, you know. <laughs> So when it kind of comes down to that nature with it, you really can do as much as you want to grow as quickly as you want. The way I kind of come about this strategy, how quickly can you grow and what is your capacity? So this is gonna come down to how quickly are you looking to hire more technicians into your field? So if you're looking to slowly grow this, because you know what, I do like being with the clients. I love visiting the homeowner. I love that aspect of it. I want to one day pull out and not have to just do everything and fix right. everything, but be more of that owner, then I always push those guys towards what we call SEO. And I did not say CEO, I said <laughs> SEO. So that search engine optimization, it's the most sexy term you're gonna hear all day, guys, I swear. <laughs> no one probably remembered what I said, but search engine optimization is the verbiage we're gonna go over. And that's one way to start marketing yourself so that way you can have a slow, steady growth that you can still DIY if you want, but this is the scary, marketing tactic you should hand over also to an expert that a lot of people kind of get scared about yep. at that stage. Yep, very true. And that's kind of where you're gonna be on the aspect of should I tip to grow or do I want to tip to stay the same? If you want to grow to scale, there's things you want to add on to that. Like my answer is still the same. You still need to incorporate search engine optimization into your marketing plan 100%. If anybody wants that to debate that with me, I'll be right at this booth afterwards. I'll <laughs> gladly field any calls and questions you'd have for me. <laughs> This is my platform and what I stand on. What you're gonna add on top of that is other marketing funnels. That's gonna be your digital ads. That's gonna be your direct advertising. If social media is big in your area of town, which crazy enough, it does change per neighborhood, per city. Right. That might be yep. something you need to incorporate as well. All of those are gonna be extra things you can add on top. So it's kind of like we're building a pizza. You know, that crust and that basically sauce and cheese combo, 
that is your SEO. That is your website making sure people who find what they need at 2 a.m. when their furnace breaks, like me. Or they want a pizza. Or they want a pizza at 2 a.m., like me. Right. <laughs> then they can actually find you and go ahead and contact you. So when you get into the office at 7 a.m. and your office staff starts calling everybody at 8 a.m., I know that my 2 a.m. freakout is going to be resolved at 8.05 when I start to get a phone call back because I left a contact form on that website. That is the client process that we're going through, and that's kind of where I would love to steer the conversation today is you need to think of who your client is yep. and how they want to get to you. We're so lazy today. Well, and, and we talked about that. Brittany has been on our show before, but we wanted to kind of treat this for you guys that haven't heard that show or didn't know about it, some of the same questions we asked her before. But from everything we gathered before, the most important thing when you talk about building that social presence and that online presence is truly engagement with your ideal customer as opposed to just throwing out the quote-unquote vanilla post as we called it before. Oh, that was my, that was my quote. Yeah. I said quote unquote. That's kind of what I post. Vanilla Reels yeah. on vanilla, Instagram. Vanilla Reels on HVAC.R&D. So your, your middle name is Vanilla, right? No. Oh, my no. bad. It's the menace. <laughs> I haven't heard that at all. All right, so let's talk a little bit. What, what's your take on social media as a, as a company? What do you think works best as far as driving that? I know we talked a little bit about last time, but yep. you're thinking more drive towards website, right? Yeah, so here's the thought process again for a client. If what you're offering me is something proactively I'm gonna look into, like IAQ, that might be something I'm thinking about versus my AC broke in the summer or my furnace broke when it's zero degrees outside. If I'm looking at a proactive service you're trying to get marketing on, you're going to have to run ads. That's just kind of the down and dirty of it regardless. Facebook does not reward organic traffic as much as it used to. You have to pay to play. However, kind of want. most times than none, I would say 80% at least is reactive, something broke, I need you to fix it. Gotcha. Safe to say? Yeah. If we're looking at that 80% then, as I said, my furnace broke in the winter. I'm not going to Facebook and typing in HVAC companies near me. Right. That's not what you do on social media. You know, I might be looking, right. I might be sending out a referral because I know this is going to be quite a few grand a purchase. But in the end, I'm... I need a decision quickly. I need right. to see all the stats about a business quickly. So when it comes down to a client being reactive and needing to get an information and a tech to them quickly, they're going to Google. They're going to that handy phone that is right next to us within five feet at all times, picking it up and seeing AC repair, <laughs> furnace repair. Right. They're, they're going in and going that way with it. So that's kind of why I want to talk about when you come to that mindset of it, there's a balance. Right. But social media... Do you all ever use that for, like, current or past clients? Have you yeah. thought about that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, what's the, if a contractor is going to build a social media page, what do you think should be the first thing that comes up? I know last time you mentioned personal stuff, right? Like yep. connections. Because a homeowner, I mean, a homeowner may jump on there. I don't want to say stalk you out, right? But that's what it is, seeing what you got. So, yeah. Uh, what do you think they should have on there? I see the best posts are the ones, obviously most engaging, but the ones that are engaging are engaging people who know who the heck you are. Yep. So they're already following you for a reason. You service them, they bought something from you, any that regards them to get into your following. Ideally, that's the person you want following you. The best posts are the one that, yeah, either it's something personal, like, hey, Nick just celebrated his 10 year anniversary with us. He loves long walks on the beach. His right. beagle named Jack. <laughs> and is looking for that special someone, you know. Right. 
whatever, the jokes may be aside, but it gets a lot of engagement because not only is Nick sharing it and liking it because it's funny, but the employees are sharing it. And then also Nick's family, Nick's friends. So right. I use this example because my mom is one of my biggest fans and my only family member with social media who really follows all the stuff that I do. <laughs> and anytime I'm featured in a podcast and my company shares it on their Facebook page, she shares it and gets all these likes from all of her friends. And it's amazing right. because when I think about it, well, sh her friends are exactly who I want to talk to. They're, they're business owners, they're homeowners, they're people making decisions. And so that's the same way you can think about your social media at the same time is how can I get the people who have already helped me to refer me? So you're offering contests, you're doing engaging posts. You know, there's a lot of activities like that that I think people aren't utilizing, you know, and if you're going to put time and energy into social media, you got to do it right. We can't oh, do half that, ass here. that time. Every time I try to make a post, I look down and I look back up and it's dark. It's, I've been sitting there making a reel for 45 minutes. Yeah, that happened on the way here this it, morning. It don't hit the same. We spent the you entire gotta... drive here and then when we got to the parking lot, it didn't work. Yeah, and I mean, start over. Walking around yeah. here, Ryan's making reels walking around here. I can't even focus on that. But yeah, so. And, but those are great posts. Let's just say if you were a company, the type of reels you make, you look like a company I would want to work for. Well, that makes me feel good. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think that's another side of social media. I mean, social media, yes, we can try to drive leads to our business with it. But if it's not going to do that for us, let's use it for everything else beneficial. Right. Your potential new hire is probably on social media. Let's be honest. So the more engaging you can be with it, the more fun. Hell, yeah. I want to work for a cool company. Right. Like, who yep. wouldn't? There's so many companies that offer so many benefits. And the people who can display it and advertise it and market it the best are the ones that are going to win the game yep. at the end of the day. Every time. And what was the ex attention span of everybody now? Uh, shorter than a goldfish, I think. Goldfish. Yes, That's yes. it. That's so I would say a lot of what you're saying, we kind of talk about what do you think the biggest misconception or the big thing people stumble on is not really thinking about how to be engaging to the audience they actually want. Yeah. I would say. And speaking of engaging with the audience, who wants some cool free stuff? Everybody got a ticket. Has anybody got tickets out there? Who needs a ticket? Who needs a ticket? There we go. Yep, yep. So we got some. some out uh, there. We got some. We got a little Rector Seal package up here. We'll give away. Who's drawing? We we gonna let Brittany draw it? Yeah. Where's the bucket? Oh, let's get all the tickets first. So we're currently going through this process. I'm gonna let her get in a little bit of briefly how the process is. But we're going through this process with the website. So. Reach out to us, DM us, right? If you got any questions, we're going through it. We can kind of tell you, uh, you know, how it's been going. And, and so don't far. worry, I pay them per comment. So. Right? <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, what we got? We're going to do last four, last four numbers. And winner one is nine, zero, four, five. Bingo. Nine, anybody, zero, four, anybody. five. He uh -oh. gone. We lost him. Roll. Must be present yeah, to win. Go. Oh, no. You got to wait. We got to roll. Keep it yeah. rolling. Let's go. I actually won a, pro, a, a press kit earlier. I wasn't there to get it. I was just, I wish they hadn't have told me that, actually. Yeah. The new winner won. Nine, zero, five, one. All right. Hey. Sorry I heckled you earlier. There's your present for that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, you got some sweet Rector Seal shirts there, a couple of hats. Then you've got the uh, ProFit flaring and the swedging kit. So, Sorry we don't have a bag for you there. 
Oh, there you go. You got to have your little swag bag. There are bag. plenty of people around here that <laughs> right. are giving away bags. I have seen a boatload. Okay, so the two, the two guys in a truck come to you and say, look, we need a website. I know it's a long process, right? But yep. kind of shortly, how does it go down? Yes, well... The ranges of each website design company can range. Right. Ours take eight weeks, which is about an industry average, per se. The process, honestly, in just the simplest form, is we're trying to pluck everything out of your head so that for at the end of the day, you can focus on your business, and we can actually build a website with all of your ideas intact and in a more organized fashion than you may have putting it together yourself. Right. Who's got the website out there that has the same guy working on the AC unit? that everybody else uses that same oh, that's stock the truth. photo. It's the guy so with the yellow hard hat. <laughs> they got the very cheesy smile that's so oh, yeah. happy to be He's fixing. never even touched a set of gauges. I wanted know what a condenser him. is. I wanted to use that photo on the bounce reel for her show for the guy you were talking about. Like, oh, hi, my name is Nick. I've He's got two dogs and like Bud Light. I'm coming to the house. Yeah. <laughs> so talking about the process, so one of the things – you know, we get into this, people will start reaching out to you, wanting you to sell their product or promote this or promote that. And it's very difficult for us to want to take on something that we don't at least understand how it works. It would have been really hard for us to say, hey, everybody, go talk to Brittany about a website if we didn't know what the process of getting said website even was like. So I said, we're more than happy to do this, but we want to know what it's like to be able to talk to people. So. We've spent a lot of time with Evan and Sandra, the people in her office. They have done above and beyond anything we asked them to do. They've been extremely helpful, and I can't thank them enough for the process of making it easy for us to do business with them, easy to talk to them, easy to work with them. So I think the other big thing is when you go into something like this, you have to be open and honest with the people that are doing it for you. If you want something out of a website, but she doesn't know it, or her team doesn't know it, or whoever your marketing company is, she's a good one, but whoever your marketing company is, they have to understand your business, understand you, understand your brand, and what you want out of it. Otherwise, right. what you get, you're never going to be happy with. And you can go back and you can blame those people for it, but if you didn't give your 110% to getting it done the way you wanted it to, you're all going to lose. So I thought one of the, when, when we started this website with you, the first question they asked, which I, I said, yep, I'm in, is they said, give me 20 websites that you like, right? Like, it could be Red Bull. It could yep. be, you know. Apple, Atlanta, Mercedes, Apple, Porsche, right? whatever you like. It whatever. could be Yeti. Something about, what? okay, what do you like about that page? Yep. You know, and you build it from there, and that's, that goes a long way right there. And that's kind of the whole aspect we're talking about is whoever you choose marketing with, whether it's for your social media or your website or your digital marketing, they have to ask, like, the actual real questions that matter. I mean, we're a trade-specific website and SEO company, so we work with everyone in the trades field. That's what we specialize in. However, I don't know everything about the difference between – your HVAC business and someone else's. So we're gonna break it down as if we don't know anything to make sure that it's 100% custom and real to who you're trying to get. As I said, at the end of the day, everyone's market is so different. And that's where it's so fun to strategize because how your neighborhood operates and how they search and how they're choosing their end servers is going to be 
kind of a little bit similar, but very different in the way they want to be talked to, right. the way they want to be approached and what they want to see. So we're really trying to make sure that it matches, again, what the client wants. Because at the end of the day, your website's a great tool for you, but who's it for? Right. It's right. for the clients, for the hopeful prospect, the new lead that's going to be calling you and doing business with you. So that's kind of where, yes, we want to know everything that you like and we'll replicate to make sure we match your brand, your vision, your voice. But at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you if that idea sucks. Right. And that's really what you well, want to see. Well, because you've seen more websites than me, technically. Yep. Or, well, you've built more. Yeah. And right? if you think so. about it, I'm not in your shoes every day. I'm looking at mine of my AC broke. Right. What would I want to see to actually call that business? So if you don't have it or you're avoiding letting me do something I know is going to convert me and everyone else that's a homeowner, I'm going to tell you that that's probably a huge mistake. We can wait on it, but I'm going to push you to do the right things. And that's what we all need to be doing. There's a million things, and I think right. tracking is probably something we should get into yep. that a lot say, of businesses aren't doing. I was going to say, yeah, because I don't know. You probably get asked this all the time. Google getting up there right yes. I, I know you can't you may not be able to reveal all those secrets or maybe you can over there after the show but um yeah so you want to get into some of how the analytics work and tracking yeah I mean, somewhat yeah so is raise your hand if you're not doing any marketing for your company great that's what i wanted to see an audience <laughs> of hands down i'm so glad you all passed this test perfect when you're doing marketing you have to track what you're doing. Just like diet and exercise, we all bitch and moan that we just want the diet pill. Yeah. You know, I don't want to track my calories. I don't want to track how much I'm <laughs> yeah. exercising. Did I do nope. 10 lunges or 20? Let's just say 20 for the fun of it. It's hard. And unless you actually track to see what you're doing, you're actually right. never going to see the results. Marathon trainers, any really great sports and athletes, they are doing this like it is their business and their job because it is their business and their job. 100%. When it comes down to marketing, that's our business and our job is to complete a marketing strategy and track the heck out of it so at the end of the day we can say this is what it was able to generate you got this many phone calls from this amount of strategy great or if you're doing anything else you can track all of it there's almost nothing you can't track today as crazy as it is in 2023 again someone please find me at the booth and i will tell you you can track everything right and we can have a debate on it i'll figure out some damn way to track whatever you're doing marketing wise because the whole point of this is to not just slap spaghetti up at the wall and hope that it sticks. So speaking of that, you talk about tracking everything and not wanting to throw something up against the wall. What are things that truly are becoming antiquated that a lot of people still truly think is important? And how do you shift the mindset to where they really need to steer it to make it actually be effective for what they want? So the biggest thing I feel that most of us were sold a lie early on is that ads is the best thing possible. Paying per click or paying per lead is the easiest way to scale your business. And there's a caveat, that's not bad. But again, no one, I can find many people today who still love HomeAdvisor. I can't find anyone that loves Angie's List. You're paying $100 to $50 for someone who's already been called by three to five other companies that do what you do, plus probably two others not in the industry just to piss off that customer. So by the time you call them, right. they don't want to talk well, to you. Well, to narrow that down, it's just what? It's all about pay it's to play. Pay more money. Yes. So it's kind of where to bring back to what we talked about earlier. The biggest misconception most businesses think is I need to put all of my marketing dollars when it comes to digital in ads versus spreading it out, maybe putting something in that sexy term we talked about earlier. What was that? Um, SEO. Yeah. SEO, search SEO. engine optimization. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's, that's something that you own. So I always like to talk. If anyone's in the real estate world, we all know that 
aspect of owning versus renting. We want to be owners. We build an equity. That's our stake. Those are our digital assets. And when you put money into your website through SEO, you're building that equity in that home. You're redoing and remodeling that home, and you're turning it from a $300,000 to a $600,000 home in a year. Such a quick and great turnaround investment-wise. You could somehow do that with ads. So again, there is always a caveat. Ads will help you. You'll get that immediate click. But it is not a long-term game plan. That is hoping that that diet pill lasts you forever, even though your body will build up an immune system to it, and Dunkin' Donuts and Krispy Kreme will one day find their way to you. It always happens. We got any men and joggers out here? There we go. What do you think about men and joggers? We always ask our females that question. I know that was a little off topic, a little random. Well, he has gray joggers on. That's, That's not the, the same right question. Ones. It's the right ones to be wearing. Ryden forgot to wear his... We call them podcast pants. Yep. Yeah, I had them on yesterday, but uh, sorry, I didn't get to grace everybody with my booty in podcast <laughs> pants today. Sorry. Sorry about that. We will put them on the uh, swag shop at some point. Yes, and what I did tell them yesterday is for their 100th episode, what they're going to drop in their swag shop will be a pair of bedazzled booty <laughs> joggers. So if you would like HVAC R&D bedazzled on your booty, you can have them in only a few weeks. Yeah. On our website. Pre-orders will be on the website in 30 days. Thank right. you. <laughs> All right, I think it's time for another giveaway after that. Yep, yep. Let's we do, do have, another we giveaway. We do have one more. Is there anybody that is, that is new that doesn't have a ticket? Like the pipe winch back there. Do you have a ticket? You got tickets? Oh, yeah. There we go. She's there ready. we go. R&J's got a ticket. I guess... Uh, Anybody else? Anyone else not have a ticket? Who needs a ticket? Ticket? I think that guy needs a ticket right there. Here we go. I got you. All right. Here, well, you got to. Oh, you good. She's throwing in the bucket there. All right, so Rector Seal swag round two. What do we got? Who brought that Modelo bucket up here? Jeez. <laughs> You'd think we'd have a problem or something. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> all right, here we go. Consistency and branding, guys. Right. They'll yep. one day give us sponsorship. Winner number two is 9029. 9029. Nine. Three, two. Is it, is it the yes. gray sweatpants? Oh, yes. Gray joggers, please come up here and collect yes. your prize. So sorry for making you blush all the way uh, from back there. He's My got man, their podcast that's what I'm talking about. You have a gray mm -hmm. matching the, shirt to go with your gray up, joggers yes. now. The push up bra for Yep. Jeez, Katie, hush. Right. All attendees are winners, though, in yeah. our hearts. That's true. That's true. Thanks for being here, everybody. We appreciate it. It's been fun. Yes. So, okay. Well, you, you, what else so we, we got? The last time you How were on the show, we were talking about your dad being sprinkler guy. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to know what temperature set that off because I've, Ooh, you know, yes. I've flooded a couple townhomes in, or condos in my day, brazing. Um, that was pre, you know, pre press and pre we have we have <laughs> talked so much about sprinklers today this is ties it all in any pipe fitters in. so yeah what is the temperature of that did you find out for us i did so residentially what's nice. your guess Ooh, okay hang on 140 what what's your guess dennis probably like you, say that? you can't take one 125 i'm gonna go with one dollar i'm gonna do one dollar <laughs> i'm gonna do 120 that would make Rhino the winner. 
at the closest, but still off by 25. 165 is the answer for like residential limit There's no way it was that hot in that room when I set that thing off. There's no way. Well, unless Nellie was singing in her ear, it must have been getting hot in there. Okay. I have hit my head on those many times. But yes. oh, support. Thank you. But on a good note, in commercial spaces or higher, hotter places, like near your stove or just other hot attics, 112 <laughs> is the answer for that. So thank you for coming to the Pipe Fitters Answers right? Day. <laughs> Anybody else? Shout out to Bobby Murphy for those answers, by the way. Right? Yeah, Alex. All right, so you got any other? Well, so I will say one other question. Um, we do have some, some plumbers in the audience. There are plumbers here with us. So how do you do anything differently, or do you have a different approach for plumbing companies or HVAC companies that also do plumbing as opposed to just And electrical. And electrical. A lot of, coming on. A lot, right. of a lot of companies are becoming multi-trade companies. So kind of talk about how you differentiate a strategy for something like that as opposed to just a one. Well, I was going to say, so if I'm, you know, homeowner stumbles across the site, and you got a four trade company, right, or three trades, without well, getting them to yeah. fear that, you know, go ahead. And the thing is to think about as well, again, if that homeowner is searching on their phone because HVAC broke or their toilet will not stop overflowing and they don't know how to turn off the main valve, which happens, then they're going straight to their phone, typing in plumber near me, HVAC near me. So. What Google is assuming is that person needs to get to the business that does that main service that has the most relevancy to that service in the area that person's closest to. Location, right? Yeah. Yes. So if a company is doing four services, that's fine. Because when they type in, like, I need an HVAC company near me, they're going to either go straight to your Google business listing, which we definitely need to talk about today, or they're going to go straight to your website and the way Google likes to rank things is by pages, not by just websites. Mm. So if I typed in the plumbing side on the very great website that got optimized for it, I'll actually go to their plumbing page. Google will rank first that plumbing page because it best helps me. I don't want to go to their homepage sometimes. I want to go directly to the service right. that I'm trying to get a solution for. And that's kind of how it operates. So. Within that aspect of it, the, the main thing that changes with the strategy is you just have to multiply that strategy because we're trying to optimize for each service in each city area you want to optimize in. One of the craziest things that I don't think we really notice is most of our business is probably within, what, a five-mile range, 10-mile <laughs> average? When I was here, it was, you know, 50. Yes. Well, I mean, that's what we want well, to we do. Felt, we felt like we had to, right? Yes. That's the other thing. Yeah, so we kind of feel like we're spreading ourselves out and we're doing a huge circle for our service area. But what we also notice is that we're getting more leads closest to where our physical office address is. And that's what a big thing that's changing with a lot of businesses right now is we're seeing mm. some new guys pop up, some new competition in our area, and we're like, where the hell did they come from? Right. And that's kind of one of the biggest things is the physical proximity to where we're trying to do our services in is really the key to rank online. So kind of to answer that question is if we're trying to make sure our plumbing business is ranking as far as possible within a 50-mile radius because that's what we want, you're going to have to consider, even as a two-man shop, eventually getting satellite offices if this is something you want to do. Google wants to see proximity now. Google has changed the game. A long time ago, it used to be whoever was located closest to city center. So, for example, if I typed in lawyer... Oh, Las they Vegas. All pop up, right? <laughs> I would get the lawyer whose address is the closest to what Google consider by the map standard the city centerist 
of Las Vegas. I'm sorry that that was confusing, but right, no, where that dot is on Las Vegas, the closest lawyer to it. Now, let's just say you have a rowdy night out in Las We've Vegas. We've never had one of those. No, no way. Especially not in Vegas. Never. never. So, just curious, when you're in the back of the cop car and you have a five few minutes with your phones because now the cop did find it. Locked up. Okay. Yep. When you're able to Google search on your phone real quick, do you want the lawyer that's closest to city center or the guy that's the best? Yeah, the best. The I best. guess it depends on how long you want to stay in Vegas, right? Yeah, not in jail. No, that's, not, the best. that's not the part not of Vegas cool I want to stay in. Jail. in this jail. You don't want to drop the soap in Vegas. So you want the best lawyer, not the closest <laughs> lawyer. So when it comes down yeah. to that, we have to play the, the new game Google has surrounded us with. <laughs> There's no longer the days of reaching your Google My Business 20, 30 miles across. Those days are dead because new competition has come around and new offices are coming around. They're picking up those areas because Google's now playing the proximity game yep. as the number one ranking factor for the local maps. So if you're not physically there, you're going to start to never see yourself show up there. So another reason not to yell at your marketing company because you're not ranking 50 miles away, it is getting near to impossible unless you started this five to 10 years ago, minimally. So I had okay. a contractor that started in business about five years ago. And one of the things that they did was they only focused on their two zip codes right there around them. They crushed it on next door and they went from, you know, one guy in a truck for nine months to now their annual revenues are close to six million in three or four years. So that game that you're talking about, they kind of stumbled into it. I don't even know if they realized they were kind of doing something that was up and coming because now that is what people have to do to survive. Yes. So I guess speaking of that, if you want to talk about claiming your Google business listing, that would be kind of where you start. Yes. Yeah, so if we go back to that two man in a truck. Yep. What I want everyone to do now, if you don't have a Google My Business, is open your Google Maps. Type in your address of your office and push claim this business and follow the prompts. Easy as one, two, three. And the reason I make this so sarcastic, guys, is because there's literally 40% of businesses out there who haven't done that frickin' step. Yep. It is just claiming your digital asset. This is where Google is trying to rank you and help you and give you more business, and you are basically putting yourself in the way of stopping that. But, again, 60% of you and 100% of the people in the audience know how to do this and they've already done it because we're smart because we're listening to this podcast they googled it <laughs> exactly because they're here at the right time right <laughs> yes and so as we said the ranking factors for that google my business is going to be first proximity so that's why your guys started to win the game because they focused on the zip codes that they were in and the yep. closest ones to them versus spreading out way too thin too far so they're focusing on that proximity the second factor is actually how well their website ranks so they're focusing on getting good content and getting good SEO, that search engine optimization onto their website and really pushing it full force there. Because Google is ranking off proximity and relevancy. So if your website mentions how much you do HVAC work, residential, commercial, heating, air, IAQ, any of those things, then Google's gonna have more trust in you because you're giving good shit. Right? That's a whole system. You get good <laughs> shit, Google rewards you. It's not right. an immediate thing, though. Remember that. This is not the diet pill not, side of it. Right? No, definitely not. But the fun part is comes to step three, which is the tooth-pulling aspect of anything when it comes to digital marketing. I'm going to give you guys one guess apiece on what the worst part about marketing is for your business that you know we bitched you about every day. Getting your teeth pulled. That sounded pretty bad. You lost me there. I don't know. Getting reviews. Oh, oh gosh. Yes. there we go. Reviews. Yes. There you go. 
It's like I getting a colonoscopy. It is right. awful, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis, yeah. you've had one already, right? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. I am. Uh, no, I got 10 years on that. Okay, good, good. Just Thank God they keep moving that up. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it 50 now? Is it 50? I thought it was 40. Oh, shit. That ain't good. <laughs> I got like 20 days. <laughs> Ooh, I got a few years. Thank yeah. you. Well, what you could do instead is try to get some reviews, and maybe that colonoscopy won't be so bad after all. But Find the best one? Yeah. Yes. Yes. But no, that's that's really game three when it comes down to this, guys. I know you hear every marketer bitch and complain and moan. You've got to get reviews. This is going to help us so much. You think we're just talking shit? We're not. That has grown 3 to 5% as a ranking factor every single year. This is my ninth year here. So next year is me. I've done this for a decade. I've watched it. It is crazy. And that's kind of the fun thing. The algorithm is smart. So even the whole, you know, chat GPT and right. the whole AI content, how the hell are we going to compete with that? Google has tons of money to spend on tons of engineers to change this crazy algorithm that we have to play with like a magical fairy every day. It's eventually going to cut that out. So you are going to do things by the book and as white late or white hat as possible. So that just means if there was a rule book we could follow, you're following as close to a T as you could because right. that's what helps you beat out any algorithm change and reviews are gonna be a, a huge part of that. Have you found out anyone that you know has a good system to get those? Well, you know, it's it's throwing another company out there, but uh, Chirp, who's on our vendor hub, the automatic text, right? That they, instead of putting the technician in front of that homeowner, yep, you know, yep. like I said, we got guys that can fix stuff, but maybe he can't sell, or maybe he's uncomfortable, right? That automatic, like you know, they already got the uh, the text message sends you straight there. Yes. And it makes it automated. It makes it personal. You can customize it to the homeowner as well. So it makes it a little bit, you know, less scary for them to want to do the review either. And, you know, and giving money to them to get a review. That's right. Yes. And the only thing I'm going to throw in there, I love automation because the more we can streamline the processes, I mean, we're going to be more consistent right. and we're actually going to freaking do them. However, if I told you that you were twice as likely to get that review if that poor technician who's so scared to ask a client oh, any questions because, <laughs> you know, we're just so scared to talk to anyone face-to-face -face nowadays. Right. Sorry, a little rant. Anyone without any sales training can look someone in the eye and go, thank you for so much for using ABC, HVAC. If you wouldn't mind, uh, you'll get a text with a review link. If you could leave one, I greatly appreciate it as I'm new and I'm just trying to uh, help grow the business. Thanks. Yep. That was, Ooh. what, 15 seconds? You could also just say, thanks, they're going to send you a text review. Um, I'd really appreciate it. You know, we're, we're just trying really yeah. hard to get our businesses up and get more reviews, so just really appreciate it. Sorry I'm not looking you in the face. <laughs> so we brought up the vendor hub. So did everybody, anybody learn anything for Brittany today? Learn anything? All right. At least a little bit. Team. Can you give her a round of applause, like I said? Yeah. Yes. Bring the roof down for Miss Brittany. Thank you for being here. Um, so talking about vendor hub. One of the biggest parts of the website they're building for us is what we're calling the HVAC R&D Vendor Hub. And what that is for us is, you know, every different, you know, different manufacturers, different brands, they have their little group of different things you can go to on their website, get some information, get different kinds of links to things. And we wanted to go out, and as we have different companies that talk to us, companies like Britney's, others that we've mentioned, we wanted to have a way to get those people to you guys and know it was a vetted process company we talked to them it's not something that we're just throwing out there and say hey go use these guys right. 
we're doing it because we think they will truly help your business. And if it's not going to help your business or we don't think it, it would, then it's just going to be noise and it's not going to be there. Right. So Basically, they only invited me here to say if the website didn't turn out well, they were going to strangle me in the parking lot. So yes. <laughs> yes. if you don't hear from me on social media tomorrow, <laughs> someone call for help. I'm kidding. I know. I was going to say, so real quick, we, we keep talking about two guys in a truck. What do you see as the biggest thing that really large companies maybe miss, you know, on the marketing side, on the website Ooh, side? Good call. Good call. Like, you know, they, they're, they're, they're there. They're making it, right? They may sponsor the local, uh, or they, you know, Cool Ray Field. A little shout out to Cool Ray around here. But, you know, big, big companies, right? Everybody's got them in their town. But if there's anybody out here that's with a large company, what do you see them do that's... They miss sometimes. Probably one of my biggest concerns is when they have dollars to spend, they want to spend it, which is great. To grow, sometimes we're going to put dollars into marketing. However, they end up working with companies for a while that after a couple months to years, you just kind of learn they don't give a shit anymore. (laughs) And what I mean give a shit, what I I mean by that is if you're going to create, let's say, a billboard because we're talking, you know, big company money. You want to do a billboard at a radio or TV. Your marketing company might help you with that, but they don't actually get down to the nitty-gritty details. Like, do you have an offer? Do you have a call to action? Is there a call tracking number on that ad? Is there a special page? What are you going to do to actually know that what you spent ten grand on brought you ten grand in business? That's the. I think that's yep. what. That's it. You got to know is where are you getting your business from? Hundred percent. Yes. Yes. And one of the best examples I'll give everybody today, free marketing tip. If you're doing anything print, traditional, and you think it's hard to know if you can actually track that traditional ad because they might have looked you up on Google or Facebook and then found you and then called that call tracking number, so it's hard to acquaint where they first found you at, put a special coupon, a weird, funky coupon on that ad. And I'm not saying 20% off. We're going to say 21% percent off or 22 pick a weird freaking number that's on nowhere else so when that client calls and they say hi i saw your ad for 47 percent and 0.5 percent off your hvac units i'd love a free inspection (laughs) then you know oh that was the billboard on i-65 great you can actually track it and that's kind of where digital marketers we get a bad rap for wanting to steal leads and say that all of it was from us it's not all from us we know that but the tracking's all from people who care like us. We want to make sure whatever you're spending all of your dollars on, whether it's this ad or this website we're building you, or you're doing this radio commercial for a great price, know where the heck your calls are coming from and where those leads are conferring from. That's a huge second part, the follow-up process and to actually have your CRM system tell you where they come from, but who closed. That's a huge difference. You might get a lot of phone calls, but not a lot of closes. So it's really going to help you give the information on are you marketing to your ideal and target client in the right way, in the right manner by using that? So I guess one thing I've taken from this show is AAA HVAC doesn't work anymore. <laughs> yeah, top of the yellow pages. Top of the yellow pages, <laughs> click on your website a million times a day. Does that do anything, though, anymore? The A up front? No. What do you think my answer is? I, know. I mean, I get that. the sonnet text out. before my wife because my last name starts with the A and her starts with the S. All right, are you cool with uh, it happens. answering a few questions at the table Sure. after the show? Oh, yeah. But, but importantly, before that, so that you guys know this is happening, uh, we also have a special giveaway for you to register at over here at the table, and then we've got a meet and greet from 
4 to 5 after this, as well as another show from 5 to 6 with our buddies from Red Seal Inc. So please come back for that. Um, But what are we giving away, Brittany? Um, Who doesn't love beef? You guys like beef? Again, when I see a handful of audience, no one's hands up. That means I know I'm talking to my target client. (laughs) What I'm giving away, people, is over $250 value prize of steak, beef, meat, and Jumbo Franks. Jumbo Franks. Jumbo Franks. So my boys who like to grill, you're going to have a huge package mailed to you. No pun intended of good meat. (laughs) And on top of that, you're going to get... That's right. On top of that, you're going to get... A nice roundabout $100 gift of some excellent Kentucky bourbon to go with it. Yep. So you got something to sip on while you're grilling. So please make sure to come sign up for that. And everything will get mailed to you guys next week sorry, after HR is over. Sorry, not a press kit. Yep, not a press kit. Sorry. Right. <laughs> but uh, beef and bourbon sounds pretty dang good to me. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the show again. Again. And... Yeah, we'll head over to the table, and uh, everybody's going to ask you a million questions. Yeah, yeah come debate me. I'm ready. Oh, <laughs> all right. So thanks, thanks for listening. Everybody. Yeah, thanks yep. for listening, everybody. We really appreciate you. Come grab you some stickers, some cards, get some information. We'll get off of here real quick and get moved around for the meet and greet from 4 to 5. Yep. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Welcome to the party. Hit them up, huh? Get them up, huh? Put them up, huh? We waking up, huh?